Hey folks, welcome back to the Now That We're a Family podcast. This is a fun episode. Katie and I actually just got done recording it, and she surprised me by asking, what was that, seven questions? And I had no idea what the questions were going to be. And they brought up some great conversations, I would say. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and let you folks listen to, let you, yeah, we're going to let you listen to our conversation that we had tonight uh, regarding the seven questions that Katie asked me. And we really hope that you enjoy. Also, I want to say a huge thank you. I know Katie wants to say a huge thank you. as well. Katie, do you want to say a big thank you as well? That was pretty big. And you know why we're saying a huge thank you is because you folks got us to, to 300 uh, ratings on our podcast. No, not 300, 309. Exactly. Over, we, you exceeded 300 uh, reviews and ratings on our podcast. And that was such a blessing. I, Katie made that ask last week for you guys to help us get there. And boy, you really, you went above and beyond. Like so, always. Like always, you do. So thank you so much, and I guess we'll get this episode going. Hey, I'm Elisha Voberg. And I'm his wife, Katie. Katie and I both grew up in big families that were fun, impactful, and relationship-rich. Now that we're a family of our own with two young children and our third on the way, there's nothing that excites us more than seeing what God can do through the family unit. We're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready? Let's go! So I found these questions on a blog and I thought, wow, these are really good questions. I should totally ask Elisha these. And we are going to link all of the questions on the show notes so you guys can see. I think these are all great questions, basically. What what are you looking at me for? Because you're beautiful. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Okay, I need to say this. I didn't even tell you this. Um, So... I got a message from a listener who had a helpful critique or a thoughtful critique. And her criticism was that she felt like sometimes we had podcast PDA. And she was like, sometimes I feel like I should leave the room. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, I was going to mention that. And then, but she said the other reason, too, is it can make people feel like their marriage is less than or oh. like not as great. And so I just wanted to address that like on here if anyone else has like ever felt that way. Obviously, Elisha and I'll try to flirt less because yeah. obviously we we want you to listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's not the time and place. <laughs> it's not the time and place for you guys to leave the room, okay? We want you in the room with us. Yeah. Um, but then on the other note, like Elisha and I are both very vocal. And so I feel like we are vocal affirmatively. And when we disagree, we're vocal as well. And, like, we have our ups and our down moments, I guess I could say. Like, any marriage. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd so, say that we definitely I mean, have. I would definitely encourage anyone listening to flirt with their spouse. Because I think that's something Elisha and I honestly really want to work at. We don't want to lose that aspect of our relationship. Yes. And, like, when I look at my grandparents who are, like, 80 and in their 70s and 80s, 
I'm like, wow, they still flirt. Yeah. And that like makes me really happy to see me that. Too. And so I see a lot of couples lose that. So obviously we're going to like, you know, tone it down here. But I want to encourage you guys to think about how did you flirt when you were dating? Because that might look that there's a good chance that'll look different than Elisha and I flirting. And just because your relationship flirting looks different than ours doesn't mean it's not as good. Does that make sense? I think so. <laughs> I guess I so. like if someone is a more stoic husband or more stoic wife or something like that, it doesn't mean that you have a lame relationship when it comes, if you aren't like as, you know, talkative when you're flirting, sure. but I still think it's really important. That's all I'm saying. Try to do it. Yes. Try to flirt and we'll try not to. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> diving into these questions, I will link them all on the show notes notes because I think they're really good, but I don't know how many of them we're going to get through. Okay. You ready for this? I am ready, and I have no idea what Katie's going to ask me. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm kind of nervous because I don't know if I'm in the mood for how some of these questions are phrased. They are set up for your spouse to give you constructive criticism on your marriage and on Hmm. your relationship and how you can better serve your spouse. And I just, yeah. I mean, I want to know the answers, but I don't want to know the answers. Sure, sure. Yeah, hopefully we don't give people a reason to want to leave the room in a negative way, you know. <laughs> like what? Oh, like we get in a fight or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's happened. That did actually happen one time on this podcast. I got literally upset at Elisha, and we had to cut the whole thing. That was yeah. like, what, podcast three or something? Like, yeah, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. We've come so far. Well, we just avoid hot topics. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's a question, Elisha. What could I do to make you feel more respected and honored? And while you're thinking about that, <laughs> okay, it might just come right to the top of your mind. But basically why we're doing this tonight on the podcast is because as I, I was reading through these questions, I thought sometimes it's helpful to hear different variations of questions. And it's also helpful to hear like an example So we're doing an example, but we're also doing this for our own benefit. Okay, so what's something I can do to make you feel more respected and honored? Well, first off, you make me feel tremendously respected and honored. It it, it really boggles my mind how I do feel like a king when I come home and, and, and when I wake up. But when I come home from work especially, you just make me feel like I'm a hero, and I'm so grateful for that. Um and so, boy, man, maybe maybe we should have gone through these questions before because I don't know if I've got a good answer to that. Well, see, I wanted to ask these questions now because I feel our marriage is in a pretty good place right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do know you have. I do know you can think of some things. Hmm. I feel like you're doing like the whole. What do you call it? It's like the criticism sandwich or something where you like say something really good up front. Then you put the criticism in the middle, and then you close out with something nice. you like about the person. Yeah, sounds like an interesting sandwich. Well, I would say it's really, I think you and I have obviously different personalities in some respect. And um, let's see, how do I say this? He has to say it so I receive it and how it's not too much for you guys to handle. Well, no, I think that with your yeah. strong um, opinion on mm-hmm. things, I oftentimes feel like you'll you'll ask a question or make a strong statement that I feel like should be a conversation, Mm -hmm. but yet you make it in such a strong way. I feel like I would be combating you big time just to bring up another point of view. 
Does so that make like, sense? So it's like this is just the way it is. Yeah. Like door closed. Like sure. I'm not open to discussing it. Yeah, exactly. And 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 again, you might even phrase it as a question, but it's phrased like of course you're going to say yes because there's no way you're going to oh, no. say no. And um I think I've felt that recently maybe just with um some purchases uh or just like Okay. You know, I I found this online. I think it's a great deal. What do you think about me buying it? And it's phrased in such a dramatic way that I'm like Yes, oh, I think goodness. you should buy it. Yes. Does that make sense? Okay, yes. You're talking about like a couple things that I brought up recently. Yeah. In like a hey, do you think I could buy this way? But it's also been like, this is just such a great idea. I don't see how you can... Like, I don't give you an out. Yeah, I feel like that. It's not like I'm coming with an honest, like, hey, I have this, like, really open-handed. I want to know your opinion. Yeah, I think I would feel more respected if I felt like I genuinely had an opportunity to share my opinion Mm -hmm. in in those situations. Instead of me making up in my own mind and then coming to you already deciding this is so great and just wanting to convince you of it versus honestly wanting yeah obviously you can't control whether or not you think something's great because if you think it's great then you genuinely genuinely think it's great but yeah. perhaps you'd be able to phrase something in a way that if i'm uncomfortable with it or if i want to ask a couple more questions or get some more details i don't feel like i'm attacking you does mm-hmm, that make sense mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so i don't know practically how that would look but i know i've just felt that way a couple times recently yeah no i I totally see how you could feel that way. I I don't know. I'm just like, these. that was a really good example. Because as I'm thinking of those purchases that I brought up, I've definitely been expecting you to be on board. So mm-hmm. I come at it from that angle instead of really looking for your input. Sure. So that's good. Thank you. Yeah. That was helpful. Okay. <laughs> that was good. I learned something um, on how I need to communicate. Okay. How... Oh. What could I do to make you feel more understood? Hmm. I think that if you weren't so quick to tell me that you understand, uh, and this is this is again just spont- spontaneity, spont- spontaneity. <laughs> you know, this is my spontaneous answer. Oh, no. uh, I, this goes way back, folks, to our dating relationship, where I felt like Katie had this great desire to understand me. And so in trying to understand me, when she felt like she understood an aspect of me, she would proclaim it to me. She'd say, oh, I totally get you now. You're like this. And, and in doing so, that would drive me crazy because I'd be like, well, how, like, I might change, though. I, I want to reserve the right to be different if I'm, if I'm not that way. People bring up like the Enneagram. And there, I used to be really into personality tests, but I don't. I purposely have not gotten into the Enneagram because Elisha doesn't like to be put in boxes and I automatically can do that. And so I just like don't want to give myself the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And so Katie's really honored me in general in this area because I think that your your ideal would be to do a ton of personality tests and to see what my likes and dislikes were and to really kind of understand it in somewhat of a formulaic way. I don't, don't you think you gravitate towards well, that? Yeah, I think I definitely have. And I think it was a big insecurity when we were dating because Elisha told me at multiple points that he didn't feel understood. Mm-hmm. And so obviously I wanted to have him feel understood. I knew that was a big part in a relationship. And I think I still have that maybe overcompensation a little bit where I might latch on to something where you're like, 
I wasn't done even like explaining myself. That's nice. You understand that one percentage. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I think that maybe we'll have a talk and, and you'll, you know, out of your kind and gracious heart, ask me, hey, what what's something that I can do in the evening that makes it a restful evening for you? Or what's something that I can do that, um, you, you know, would make you feel even, you know, more respected. You like what we're talking about now. Yeah. I'm and like, I'll, and did I'll kinda, just do that? Well, no, no, I don't think you just did it, but maybe I'll pontificate because even now I didn't have a lot of time to really think about it. And I'll say what I'm feeling in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think like, okay, it's a nice fun conversation that I wouldn't put too much stock in mm-hmm. because I'm just thinking out loud more or less. And, and you'll take that be like fantastic. I'll write my, my three point uh, action, you know, like my three actions that I'll take. And mm-hmm. this will be the way he is forevermore. Mm-hmm. And that's the fear that I feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. When, when you'll be like, oh, that's what you want. Well, great. I'll just do that for the next 50 years of marriage and you'll be happy every evening. Does that make sense? And, and again, well, that's I the way hesitate, I feel. I hesitate to say I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should just like, okay, so we'll do this kind of like courageous conversation style. I'll repeat back to you what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So what I hear you saying is that I jumped to a conclusion that just because you said something was nice in a moment, I kind of think, okay, we checked that box. Yes. I know how he wants me to respond in this situation. And then I just have my game plan and I don't revisit how you're feeling in the moment as like a fluid human being. Yes, exactly. Very well said. And okay. and again, I think that, and I feel like this is such an unfair conversation folks. Cause I just oh, yeah, want to clarify, is, like I want to uh, clarify that I wanted to ask these questions of him. When Elisha came up with this idea, he said, hey, what if I asked you questions and you responded and I was not feeling in the mood to respond to questions. And I was like, no, I'll ask you questions. I feel like I'm the more naturally vocal one in a relationship where I just talk out everything. So I kind of wanted an opportunity to put Elisha on the spot and hear what he had to say about things. So just know like this was a... And I can assure you I've never been more happy in my marriage and more amazed with katie katie is super she is I, I superwoman such a i don't okay, know okay, it doesn't carry any it. weight you are katie is amazing <laughs> right now folks she's got three children that are all under three years of age she's making our home such a lovey lovely uh, lovey i think this a is lovey going place into <laughs> oh sorry no katie is no, you're so she's sweet. my favorite person in all of history it's just crazy how your brain can like because of the way you're asking these questions like I you know. said that's what i said i said it's going to shed a critical light yeah. on our marriage yeah and i i am feeling very confident in our marriage right now Me too. so now's a good time to ask these questions because cool. i do feel your love cool okay um yeah just so you guys know that when you're listening it's like wow he's really like telling her all the things she's not good at but this is helpful for us what could i do to make you feel more appreciated hmm man i feel like this is very similar to the first one Okay. I feel so appreciated when I just do what I enjoy doing, like with the kiddos or when I'm at home, you, you always seem like you appreciate it a lot, but that's what I love about the way these questions are phrased. It says, it doesn't say, how can I make you feel appreciated? It says, what can I do to make you feel more appreciated? So I know I appreciate you right now. Is there any way I could appreciate you more? I really don't know. I feel so appreciated by you. I do. It's just, sure? yes, I'm sure. I, I just love the way you make me feel awesome about doing menial things. Well, they aren't menial. That's why. 
<laughs> They're big. Okay. All right. We'll just skip past that one because you've given me a couple things to work on. So even if you have something there, we'll just no, I pretend you don't. don't. I don't. Okay. Okay. I like this question. Do you have any big dreams that you have yet to share with me? Huh. Big dreams that I have yet to share with you. Yes. Well, if I do, I'm certainly not going to share them on a podcast. Oh, are you are you serious? <laughs> I mean, what would you th do you think I wouldn't share some of these dreams with you <laughs> privately and then share them? Please share them no. to our <laughs> listeners and me. We're a package deal. Uh, okay, so just answer the question. You don't have to say what the dreams are. I'll ask you later. But do you have any big dreams that you have yet to share with me? I think so. You do? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this will be a good conversation later. <laughs> okay, and then here's a follow-up question. If you guys are listening and you want to ask that of your spouse, if so, how can I help you achieve them? Would you oh. be able to answer that now? Hmm. How can you help me achieve them? Well, you know what's crazy is that Katie, and I'm talking to you, Katie, but you are so, you're so gung-ho. And so I, I really... I, I rarely feel inhibited in bringing an idea to you mm. or presenting something with you. And so I really don't think I have grounds to feel any inhibition in, in certain dreams when I, in presenting them to you anyways, because you have been so on board for the mm. most part when, when we throw out crazy ideas. Mm. Um, so to answer your question, I don't, I don't think you can do anything it's more of like I need to reconcile it in my own brain, whether or not it's it's real. It's a real dream that I actually am willing to go for, mm -hmm. or because I think that it's easy to well, like keep those deep, that's when it deep becomes down. A goal. Sure, when you when you articulate it. No, when you decide whether it's something you really want to go for. You know, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be practical or have a timeline. Or anything like that. I see. Okay, I didn't realize that's what a dream was. So, well, that's what Disney taught me. A dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> Cinderella. Oh yeah, she keep going. <laughs> yeah right. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah right. Um. Anyways, I do want to. I do want to talk dreams now. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to ask you if you could change one thing about our marriage. What would it be on the podcast? Well, maybe I will. I don't, Do you I have don't, something in your brain? In our marriage? I don't. I love our marriage right now. Okay. So, so we'll, much. we'll skip that one. Okay. What's your happiest memory of us together? Wow. Happiest memory? Yes. We've had some really sweet memories recently. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Many of you know that we are in, oh, I keep saying this, but we've, we moved pretty recently. It's almost been two months now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we've found our fun little like spots around town. Mm -hmm. And even our apartment here is becoming such a restful haven. And so the last couple of weeks, especially, I feel like just being with you in the evening has been so sweet. And I've just felt so much more um, like love for you. Just being it with you. It has been special. I think really good. especially since we've had the three kids, honestly, we're really relying on each other right yes. now. And we're really appreciating each other so much more. Mm -hmm. I think it I, makes I our times together like so sweet because... Yep. We have to, I mean, it's honestly like the first time in our life that you've come home and like I'm making dinner. Yes. And it's like, okay, we'll talk about this later. Don't you think? Because in the most part, for um, up until this point, we've been able to, okay, give the kids a snack and then Elisha and I will talk. But there's just been enough going on 
that we're completely like, we need to talk about this after the kids go to bed. Oh, sure. So the time becomes a much more condensed. Yes. I got you. Yeah. Cause it's like, I come home and I, and I kind of take the kids. Yeah. I'll take the kids and wrestle with them or keep them preoccupied. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, okay, you take them. I'm taking this one. And we are really split. Yes. You're right. In that way. So I won't. I think we do reminisce a lot. The whole point of this question was to say that couples, it says, according to research, couples who reminisce about their best times together report greater relationship satisfaction. Oh, well, man, let's reminisce some more then. <laughs> but I feel like we do. Yeah, we actually do. Talk a lot do. in bed. And we do. About that stuff. Anyway, so there's a fun little fact for you. Okay, I like this one. How do you, nope, that's, that's the wrong one. What's your idea of an ideal marriage? My idea of an ideal marriage. Yeah. So this is theoretical. Sure. It takes us out of the picture. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it would be two people that share a faith and their Christian faith. uh, Because that's, to me, this ideal God invented marriage. And he's the one that blessed it and said it is a blessing and it's a good thing. And he made, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. And he created a woman and they're just, there's this awesome I don't know. Just thing that you can't articulate that what happens in a marriage. It's it's supernatural mm-hmm. um, because two become one, and so you can't really really comprehend that. Uh, so that they so they'd be Christian and they share their Christian faith, mm-hmm. and that there would probably be uh, a synergy and vision, a like minded vision, even if it's just a very broad, big picture vision. That doesn't mean they have to share even identical values and mm-hmm. belief systems in some of the smaller aspects of life. I think the more you share, the better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you want to have those big topics. I guess you want to be unified in those big topics, I think, probably in, in salvation, coming through Jesus Christ, um, and I, which, again, is probably why you would be a Christian a couple yeah, through yeah, that. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, and then you want a unified vision in how you view children and in your mindset around children and, and whether or not they're a blessing and it's something that you want to pour into and what that would look like practically. Uh, but with some other things regarding, you know, how you're going to spend your money or what you value in fashion or in activities, I think you can have some diversity there. Mm-hmm. And um, But ultimately, you want to have this big picture vision that's somewhat united so that because Lord willing, you'll have 50 or 60 or 70 years to live with each other. And you want to have this North Star mm-hmm. that you can always point to and say, hey, but we're getting closer to that. This this little season in life might be difficult. It might seem hard, but we can both agree that if it's getting us closer to this North Star, then it's so worth it. And then you can really enjoy that journey in the valley. And of course, the, the mountain peaks will come as well, and you'll enjoy those as well too. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that you know, like-minded North Star to go to, those, I think those low times become all the more challenging yeah. when all you have to look to is the momentary circumstances. Yeah, just looking to the day Yeah. versus we talk a lot about identifying our North Star mm-hmm. because sometimes when we can't see it, we do just focus on the day yes. and not the North Star as in eternity and our hope in Christ right. because that is ultimately That's right. where we want to be and right. how we want to establish. We want to establish Christ's kingdom. Right. But the way that looks practically, how does that practically look as far as our family, how Mm -hmm. that lays out our marriage, how that looks? Maybe are you talking like finances and business, long term, dreams, all that where we live? Yeah. Ideally. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be ideal. 
That's pretty good. Thanks. That was pretty good for on the spot. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? Well, no. If you, s- if you said it was pretty good, then I'm just going to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> just leave it, leave it at that. I think if I think if I wasn't on a podcast, I would ask about more specific topics. What does your ideal marriage look like when it comes to parenting? What does your ideal marriage look like when it comes to physical intimacy? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. But I'll spare you guys the details for this. Nice. <laughs> okay. I do like this question, though, because I feel like it's a way to let your spouse, either your husband or your wife, totally share their vision of their dream of marriage and their Mm. dream relationship without you feeling pressure. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you not feel any pressure when I was just doing that? Yeah. It's like you just sharing like this ideal and something we can live into. Yeah. It's not necessarily you saying like, well, you don't satisfy me this way or I wish you would do this. I see. It's like, this is my ideal for marriage. That's good. And then I'm thinking, okay, how can I help create that ideal? Yes. Does that make sense? And I think it could be easier for you to expound on that. Right. Without feeling like without I'm attacking feeling like you. you're going to hurt my feelings yeah. or attack me or something yeah. like that. So I really like that. That question makes sense because yeah. it's an idea to get a view of your ideal. Mm-hmm. Okay, out of our friends and family, you don't have to call them by their real names. Who do you think has the best relationship, and why? Out of our friends and family, who do I think has the best relationship with with who? There's marriage relationship. Oh, marriage relationship. Marriage relationship. Oh, okay. And why? Hmm. Marriage relationship and why? Just off the top of your head. I'm not going to hold you to this for like the next 20 years. Okay. And you said I can't say names. So how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to communicate to you? Well, you can whisper the names to me, but don't use the real names on the podcast. Okay. We don't want everyone else to feel left out. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, Or I think I think of like five right off the top of my head. Okay. So mention the aspects that you like of one of their marriages. So, okay. So one of them, I like that they just have fun with each other. Uh, When I think of them, I always think they have fun with each other on a day in and day out basis. Perfect. With another one, I think, oh, they always have each other's support. And so maybe they've been through hard times Mm -hmm. recently and I just sense that the spouses have each other, that they just lean into each other. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the outside things in their life are very negative and mm-hmm. hard right now, they can go inward towards their spouse and just really find refuge there. I and that's really that. inspiring Yes, to me. Um, yeah. So those are two of the things that come to mind. That's great. I think that's a really good question too. Cause again, I'm seeing things, I'm seeing what things you value. Mm-hmm. So having fun is important to you in a relationship and when the going gets tough leaning in towards each other mm-hmm. i so i i really like that question because like the last one it allows elisha to just expound on things he likes without making it too personal yeah <laughs> it could be like a sneak attack question nice how many are we are we good yeah i'd say ask one more two question? more two more questions okay let's see here when do you feel the most loved by me Hmm. When do I feel the most loved by you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel so loved by you all of the time. And it's crazy because I think that's such a, like a, it can be a really big thing. You know, when you maybe just trust me with a big decision mm-hmm. and you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to follow your lead on this. And I know for a fact you are 100,000% behind me. That, that makes me feel really loved. But it's remarkable how in the little things, 
it's like those are more day in and day out. And so Mm -hmm. I almost notice them more and they come to mind probably quicker. And those would be things like how you serve me my dinner and you don't and you know the things that I'd like and don't like. You know, you know that I like water with my dinner, even though you don't like water. You know (laughs) how I like my food separated and you just make a point to do it, even though it's not how you would serve yourself. You know, and you and you don't do it that way for the kids or you don't do it that way for yourself, but you do it for me Um, or the way you even hang the towel where you hang it. I just feel like you're thinking of me in those situations. And that makes me feel so loved that even in the the day in and day out activities of life that can seem so routine and non-consequential, you make little efforts in, in, in those in those activities and you're thinking of me. Just the fact that you think of me in those is, and maybe you don't think that much about me anymore, just because because it's no, become habit. No, it's but I funny feel like you, you think about me. Things because I do. Oh, it's so yeah, sweet, Katie. And it makes me feel so loved. I should say that more um, when I notice those things. No, I I know you notice. I do know you notice, and that's something I learned is that you are an acts of service person. So I think I think of you more now because hmm. it's like, oh, he's gonna notice that I did this act. Mm -hmm. And so it makes doing mundane things way more fun. When you iron my clothes and hang them up, it's like, oh my word. I'm sitting right next to my ironed pants right now. (laughs) And a lot of shirts that need to be ironed. But wait to see the ironed pants. (laughs) That's good. That's one that I'm trying to implement. I I don't have a schedule for ironing Elisha's clothes. And some people like have had problems with, with, be being domestic and like wanting to be more domestic to encourage Elisha. But I say like, if it makes your spouse more happy, then I think it's a fantastic thing to get better at. Well, and I never want it to be a burden. I never want you to think that like, I'm demanding you to iron my clothes because I'm... Iron my shirts, woman. No, uh, because it's quite the, it's quite the contrary. I don't think I ever think about it when they're not ironed. I only think about it when they are. I'm like, no way. Like that is awesome that they're ironed right now. To me, the normal thing would be for them to be unironed right now <laughs> <laughs> no that means a lot i never feel pressure but i do know that i do know that you appreciate it <laughs> mm-hmm. okay and here's the last question this is kind of a fun one and a vision casting question where do you see our relationship in five years Wow. and i thought that this blog had a good point the reason why i'm not sharing the blog is because this is probably i did a google search on questions to ask your spouse and i felt like this one came up but I think this is honestly the only blog I would recommend on the whole blog. Yeah, the only post. Yeah, the yeah. only post. So, like, I'm not sending you guys here, not because I don't want to give them credit, because they listed a ton of other questions. But I just, I don't feel comfortable recommending their whole site. Sure. So that's why I'm linking the questions that I really like in the show notes. Nice. Uh, but I loved how they had this concept, is it says people ask this a lot before they get married. But then after you get married, we stop talking about where do we want to be in five years? Yeah, that's or great. Or what does our relationship look like in five years? Yeah, that's fun. Well, I would hope that we've had garnered many new experiences in five years. And of course, just with time, we'll have more history with mm-hmm. each other. And it's crazy. You know, we just, we've only been married three and a half years. That's and when crazy. I, and when I think about each year, how much more trust and how much more security I feel with you and how much more camaraderie I feel with you. My hope would be that in five years, that history and the and the and the heritage that we've already started to build with each other is bringing forth just this deeper level of relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that's like one thing I want to feel. I think is just deeper trust, more love, 
you know, more, more passion for each other. But then also I would, I would hope that practically speaking, we're in a place where we can maybe afford to do more extravagant things together, you know, go on more extravagant dates. We just saw that Kate, Katie's daddy just took, um, your mommy to, for, for a birthday date to New York city. They were in LA and is that right? I think it was an anniversary trip. Oh, an anniversary but trip. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Um, they were in LA for a while cause that's where they've been living and working. But your daddy kind of surprised your mommy and flew her to New York city to mm-hmm. watch a show that she's always wanted to watch in New York city. She's always wanted to see the piano guys for years and years. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, and they went to just a really nice dinner. It looked like, and to me, that's, those are fun things to look forward to. I love our date nights now. Oh, and yeah. I feel so spoiled that we're able to go on as many dates as we are able to go on. But hey, it's exciting for me to think about taking it to the next level. Yeah, with that's date what nights. motivates you. Yeah, <laughs> it totally does. No, that's great. I really love that concept of just, yeah, everything deeper and richer and fuller in five years. Because when you think of five years, those little things are going to build up in a very mm. positive or very negative way. Wow. Yes. Either we have really big ditches yeah, like, I want to like, say yeah, crevasses or caverns yeah. or dividers yeah dividers between us or we have a bunch of walls put up mm-hmm. we have a bunch of things we don't talk about yes or a bunch of hurts that have happened so consistently we're just like raw in that area or like you said we have that deep rich full relationship yes and I think it's kind of cool actually to think of both sides yeah. Like both options we yes, have. Yes, because one's very sobering and yeah. realistic. That realistically is is a very probably high percentage possibility of mm-hmm. growing apart from each other in five years. It yeah, happens. Statistically, statistically it's it is. higher it's than higher. the other version. Yes. And thankfully, we're, you know, our hopes in the Lord, not in statistics. Yes. Uh, because otherwise it is really devastating. But I think it's cool to think that even if we're just apathetic in our marriage, uh that's where we'll end up. Yes. It'll just be cool, cold, stagnant. Yes. A falling away yes. over five years. Yeah. It's, I just don't believe there's any neutral ground. You know, this. you're either going, you know, the fish has got to swim upstream. You know, you mm-hmm. got to keep swimming when you're going upstream. Mm-hmm. And when you stop swimming, you just get, you know, rushed down with the current. And that's a really good word picture. Yeah. I think it's it's been used before. Well, I didn't just make it up. Well, I know, but it, I mean, I don't know, but I believe it. <laughs> But it's still really good. Yeah, and I just picture you know that current that's pushing downstream being culture, being just human humankind. I mean, since the fall of Adam, it's in man to to really to rebel against God, mm-hmm. you know, to turn away from God's ways, and and that's what we're that's the upstream battle that we're that we're fighting right now. And again, our victory is in Christ. It's not in our willpower, and it's not in our efforts, you know, and how we can just fight. We fight and fight and fight to have a good marriage. Um, but we look to Christ and the fruit from that, I think, are the fruits of of the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. of that part of the Trinity, which are love, joy, peace, patience, and the things that in my mind make up a very great marriage. Yeah, no, I love that concept of supernatural power, mm-hmm. powering you upstream. It's not like this hard, sweaty work that's not 
you know, you relax for one second and you yes. just blow downstream a mile. Yes. But I also love that concept of taking action. Yes. Because the little the, actions, you just continue right. to take action. Because it is a spiritual battle, but I just truly believe there are practical things we can do to enhance our spiritual life and our journey. And prayer is an obvious one. Mm-hmm. And getting in God's word is an obvious one. Mm-hmm. And I think in our spout, in our marriage, having those intentional conversations and asking intentional questions are other things that, yes, it is a spiritual journey. And we could fight this spiritual battle with God's word and with prayer. And so I want to use those tools as best as we can. Yeah. Great. Well, Great. Yeah, I'm like, that, yep, I agree. That's, that's so good. Well, this was fun, folks. It wow, was, this was different. It was. It was different. And I hope that, well, I know I got insight into Elisha. And I hope that this gives you kind of a tool to get insight into your spouse, whoever's the quieter spouse. Hmm. Or you can also ask these questions of your spouse if you really want them to ask them of you and be like, hey, let's go back and forth. Like, I have a great date night idea. I'm going to ask you these questions. And then you can ask them of me. Nice. go back and forth. Yeah. Is that what you were doing right now this whole time? No. Now you just want me to ask them to you? Uh, well, that'll be a different episode. I'd rather you didn't actually. I, I wouldn't have that much to say. My <laughs> pretty full. Well, mine is too. But I will link all these questions that we asked. Those are fun. In I the love show these notes. things. Yes. So I don't know. It's just a good conversation. Sometimes I feel like in marriage, you get stuck going around the same merry-go-round. You talk about the same things. Yeah. Especially with little kids. Yep. It's really easy to talk about how's your day? How are the kids? Yeah. What are we going to do tomorrow? Yeah. What are we going to do next week? Yep. You know, it's not well, I love deepening it. and yes. bringing in more meaning. I, yeah, and, and recasting a vision, you know, for mm-hmm. the future. That's so good. Yeah, we really do hope that Katie and I, you know, even just in, in referencing the, the you know, too much information, you know, is that what it was, TMI or no? Uh, public P- display of affection. Oh, yeah, the P- PDA on mm-hmm. the podcast. Um Again, we, we're so grateful for that type of feedback, mm-hmm. and and as yeah, like as I've already said today, Katie and I have been married for three and a half years, and we feel like we're such uh, rookies, we're such you know newbies in marriage, but we just have a great desire to pursue a God honoring and fulfilling marriage. Yes, and and we're really just planning on documenting that journey, you know, through this podcast, and of course through our YouTube channel. And if we if we learn things that we feel are are, are insights, then we'll share those as well. Uh, but we're so grateful that people give us feedback, feedback. Uh, and so we're so grateful for that. And we also just want you to, you folks to know too, that Katie and I are just, we want to be constant students, you know? Yes. And, and you I never think, arrive. Yes. And you see sometimes the best marriages, they fall apart down the road. And so we don't ever want to have that concept of, oh, we've arrived. We've yes. learned how to have a good marriage. Yes. We have a good marriage. We want to be like, if we have a good marriage now, how do we make it better? Yep. What are the pitfalls we avoid? Yes. We know that the world and culture and just life is going to have really hard times in our marriage. Yes. And so we're just constantly looking for ways to be able to lean into each other during those hard times. Yes, that's right. Right on, folks. Well, thank you for listening. If you feel oh, so inclined. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I got really excited. You guys, I have to thank you. You have to thank them at the beginning too okay but you guys i asked last time if you guys could get us to 300 ratings 
and you blew us away. We were at 295 when I asked that last week, and today we are at 309. Whoa. Thank you, folks. You guys, just thank you so, so much. Like, you blew us away. Just know that it was so exciting to read your written words, and I know that it takes time. You have busy lives, Hmm. and... I cannot tell you how many times I listen to certain podcasts or watch certain YouTube channels and never leave a comment because it was great, but it just takes time. Yeah. And so that just means so much to well, us. Yes. Thank you all yes. so much. So just big, big thank you. Know that we're just so blessed by you guys. Right on. Thank you, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.